information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Oakley Carlson went missing long before anyone knew she was missing. She was only five years old when she was last seen in February of 2021. Tiffany Foster, a mom of three and a corrections worker, left her apartment in Noonan, Georgia to go run to the store. But Tiffany never returned. Tiffany's children were devastated without their mom and searches for her turned up nothing. Harmony Montgomery also went missing long before authorities finally took notice, even though her biological mother had tried for months and months to get someone's attention. She knew something was wrong. Harmony was only five years old when she was last seen in December of 2019. Dylan Rounds was living his dream in Utah in May of 2022. He was getting ready to plant and prepare his farmland for that year's crops. He called his grandmother the morning of May 28th, 2022, and he was never heard from again. Emily Bailey was a loving mom, a daughter, and a sister, and a friend to so many. She had two little kids that she adored. She was said to be at a friend's house in Hamilton, Ontario on New Year's Day, 2022. Her family has been desperately trying to find her since then. Today, I have updates on all of these stories. Some of them I get asked about a lot, and I want to pass along what we do know. A couple of them have had some major updates recently. And some of them are tragic. We are still wondering, however, what really happened to Oakley Harmony Dylan, Tiffany, and Emily. Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They? podcast. This episode is a little different than our usual unsolved cases. Technically speaking, these cases haven't officially been closed yet, although two, maybe three, actually maybe four, authorities are pretty certain they know what happened, when it happened, and who is responsible. Some of these cases will have a fair amount of graphic detail in them. I will let you know before we jump into that, if you do want to skip ahead. Before we get started, a big thank you to our newest Patreon member, Camille. Thank you so much for joining and helping support our cause and our mission. I have several updates to get into, so let's jump right in. I want to start with an update on the Oakley Carlson case. Oakley was five years old when she was last seen by anyone outside of her immediate family, and that was back in February of 2021. However, 
she wasn't officially reported as missing until December of 2021. Her story is extremely sad for so many reasons, but this little girl actually had a loving foster family before Children's Services ordered her returned to her biological parents, Jordan Bowers and Andrew Carlson. The parents, who had multiple children, were also known to have had struggled immensely with drugs. They all lived on a secluded home in the state of Washington. Suspicions weren't made known about Oakley's whereabouts until one of her siblings told a friend's mother that Oakley was no more and that she had been eaten by wolves. I can't even imagine how scared those other children must have felt being told that about their sister by their own parents. In December of 2021, the family's house caught fire, and it was suspicious when Andrew called 911, but he also said that he didn't need fire or ambulance, he just was calling to report it. It was because of this fire that the family had to move out and go stay in a hotel. It was also around this time when authorities were made aware that Oakley might be missing. So authorities showed up at the hotel where the family was staying to search for Oakley, who had now been officially reported as missing. They found no sign of the little girl in the hotel room, but they were able to gain access and search the room. And they did find a mass of credit cards that were stuck in the toilet as if they had been attempted to be flushed. This would get Jordan and Andrew arrested on identity theft charges. I did do an episode on Oakley if you want a look into her disappearance further, but let's jump to present day. Both Andrew and Jordan were arrested, but Andrew has since been released from prison, but Jordan remains behind bars. They aren't speaking as to the whereabouts of little Oakley. However, earlier this week, court documents were made public that shed some additional light on this case. One of Oakley's siblings told authorities that Oakley had been beaten and locked in a cell under the stairs. This was corroborated by other siblings in the home. In fact, the new court documents talks about child abuse against all of the children at the hands of their mother, Jordan. The documents also state that the Department of Children and Youth Services, in the years before Oakley's disappearance, received 11 intakes regarding the family, eight of which had been screened in for allegations of domestic violence, physical abuse, parental drug use, and medical neglect. Yet, Children's Services still thought it was in Oakley's best interest to be taken from her loving foster family and given back to these parents. There does seem to be some confusion as to the timeline now also with Oakley, although authorities do believe that she is likely deceased and that her parents, Andrew and Jordan, are the primary suspects. One of the siblings went on to say that it was Oakley that started that fire, and that's what led to her being beaten that final time she was seen. And if this is true, if this is the case, this could place Oakley in the home in December of 2021. Although reports state that anyone outside the immediate family hadn't seen Oakley since February of that year. 
No sign of Oakley was found during the search for her at the house and the property, but it is worth noting that that house sits on over 300 acres of land. So where are we now? Andrew is free, but his whereabouts are unknown. Jordan was actually initially released once from prison earlier this year, but as soon as she stepped foot outside, she was arrested again on additional theft charges. She was actually recently sentenced to 43 months in prison. Regarding Oakley, when she's been continued to be pressed for answers on where her little girl is, she has only said that she lost track of her back in 2021. The Grays Harbor County Sheriff's Office has since offered a reward of $85,000 for information leading to Oakley's whereabouts. Anyone with any information on the case is asked to contact the Sheriff's Office at 360-964-1729. Tiffany Foster Tiffany Foster, also known as Tiffany Starks, was last seen on March 1st, 2021. She left her apartment to go shopping and run a few errands, but she never returned home. Tiffany, a 35-year-old mother, had never just disappeared before. She had never walked away from her family, her children. But for the next week, she would miss her classes, she didn't show up for work, and she even missed a flight to Texas. A week after she was last seen, on March 8th, her car would be found abandoned near Atlanta, Georgia, about a half an hour from her home in Noonan, Georgia. But there was no sign of Tiffany. Searches commenced, theories developed, and her family, including her fiancé, Reginald, pleaded with the public for help. Reginald would go on to be arrested on some other charges, and he has remained behind bars this entire time since Tiffany went missing in March of 2021. For two years, there were no answers and no additional information on where she could be or what might have happened. Until recently. Reginald Robertson, who is still incarcerated on these other crimes, was recently charged with felony murder, malice murder, concealing the death of another, rape, kidnapping, false imprisonment, forgery in the first degree, financial transaction card theft, and financial transaction card fraud. The sheriff has stated that while they haven't found Tiffany's body, They have uncovered evidence to lead them to believe that Tiffany is deceased and that Reginald is responsible. The sheriff's department also stated that 19 different pieces of evidence were collected and had been sent to the lab previously for testing. They aren't ready to elaborate on what those were, but did say they would likely release that information shortly. Again, this is an open case. Reginald does still have to stand trial for these charges related to Tiffany's disappearance and murder. So it does stand to reason that authorities do have to keep some stuff close to the vest for now. Harmony Montgomery. Harmony Montgomery was a cute, a sweet, and an innocent five-year-old girl when she was last seen in 2019. 
But similar to the Oakley Carlson case, Harmony wasn't reported missing for quite some time. In fact, it was the persistence of her biological mom, who didn't have custody of her, that finally resulted in a missing persons report being filed in December of 2021. However, Harmony's biological mom had tried for months and months for someone to listen to her about Harmony, but no one would. She had previously lost custody of the little girl due to her own drug issues, and Harmony had been placed along with her little brother in a foster home. And also similar to Oakley's case, Harmony's foster parents adored her and her brother, and they had hoped to adopt them both. Harmony, even though she was just a very young child herself, was very protective of her little brother. When she was told that the courts were awarding custody of her back to her biological father, she was devastated to leave her little brother behind. She would actually leave behind a doll of hers for him to keep and protect him and to help him remember her by. And to this day, he still remembers fondly his older sister. Harmony's biological dad had drug and criminal charges of his own to deal with. So why he was able to get custody of Harmony remains a question that many people want answered to this day. When Harmony was finally reported as missing, her father, Adam, said that he had given her back to her mother, but it was quickly determined that that wasn't true. Adam's wife at the time, Kayla, also said that Adam had given her back to her mother as far as she knew. But again, later, Kayla admitted that she had lied. Adam and Kayla had been evicted from a home in December of 2019, and they were living in their car along with their two sons and with Harmony. Kayla finally opened up and told authorities what really happened during that time frame. And this is when I need to give a disclaimer. This is one of the most horrific cases that I have ever read about, and I've read so many. I'm not going to go into the full details right now with this case, but even the overall gist is extremely disturbing. Please fast forward about five minutes if you are uncomfortable with some very sensitive and graphic information regarding this child. Kayla told authorities that on December 7th, 2019, the family, all five of them, were living in a borrowed car when Harmony had an accident. And it wasn't her first in the vehicle. Adam became enraged and started hitting her over and over and over. And when he finally stopped, he looked at Kayla and he said, quote, I think I really hurt her this time. End quote. Harmony would go on to moan for about five minutes and then became quiet. Kayla and Adam did nothing about it for a few hours. They went and got some fast food, they ran some errands, they hung out, and it was later, hours later, that they realized that Harmony was not alive anymore. Not sure what to do about that, they first put her body in the trunk. Then they moved her body to a cooler where she stayed in the cooler for a while at Kayla Montgomery's mother's place. Later, when they went into a homeless shelter to stay, They were given a room, 
and they put her in a duffel bag and they stuffed the duffel bag up into a ceiling vent. When that wasn't working, because people were now complaining about the smell and her body was decomposing, which was becoming very messy, Adam put her in a cooler and took the cooler to his place of employment where she would stay in a freezer. The family later moved into an apartment, and this would be the one that was searched last summer, if you remember when that hit the media headlines. This is the apartment that the FBI went into and where a refrigerator was removed from the home as evidence. And there, we're now nearly three months after Harmony's death, Adam Montgomery would spend four to six hours in the bathroom trying to reduce Harmony's body using lime and brute force. This is according to the affidavit from Kayla. Investigators said that Kayla had told them that Adam and Kayla had worked together to squeeze Harmony back into a maternity tote bag, put her back into the freezer. In spring of 2020, Adam rented a U-Haul and he left the home in the middle of the night with Harmony's body. He would be gone for several hours. And when he returned, he simply told Kayla, it's done. Kayla said she has no idea where Adam took Harmony's body. Now they were able to ping his locations through that U-Haul and they discovered that he had gone back and forth into Boston several times. This is the most horrendous story of child abuse and murder that I have ever heard. In December of 2021, it had finally now become public knowledge that Harmony was missing and the search for her began. In January of 2022, Kayla Montgomery was arrested and the charges were related to her collecting benefits, including welfare and food stamps that were for Harmony when they had confirmed to authorities that she wasn't with them at that time. Adam would go on to be arrested on various charges as well. And then finally, in September of 2022, he was charged in the murder of Harmony Montgomery. This year, he did go to trial on the weapons charges against him, and he was found guilty. At his sentencing, he made a comment stating that he did not kill his daughter, and he looked forward to the trial to prove his innocence. I believe his trial for right now is scheduled for November of this year. This case is made even worse by the fact that all these people failed Harmony. Of course, her own father, which is the most horrific part of all, but child services. Why was she in his custody to begin with? He had no business having custody of any child. Why did she have to be pulled from a loving family that wanted to adopt her and her little brother together? That family, by the way, has adopted Harmony's brother. And I can't imagine the horror for them knowing what has transpired here. Between the Oakley Carlson update and Harmony's and so many other children that have been affected by the Department of Children's Services in the United States, I think it's fair to say that the system needs a major overhaul. We seem to always protect biological parents over the welfare of the children in many cases. Maybe we need to start protecting the children first. Emily Bailey. 
Emily Bailey vanished from Ontario, Canada on New Year's Day back in 2022. She was just 23 years old then, and she had two young children of her own. While Emily sometimes did bounce around a bit from house to house, friend to friend, she always stayed in touch with family. So they knew something was wrong when she disappeared on them. But of course, they had always hoped for the best. She had last been known to be leaving someone's house on New Year's Day, and that was allegedly the last time anyone saw her. Clues on her case were few and far between, despite authorities interviewing so many people. No one wanted to talk. Homicide detectives did take over her case in March of 2022, two months after her disappearance, which certainly did have the public wondering why. But they weren't really saying, and it could have quite possibly been just to have more hands on deck in the investigation. After over a year and a half of very, very little information on the disappearance of Emily Bailey, authorities came out recently and announced that they do have evidence to lead them to believe that Emily has been murdered, and they hope someone will come forward and talk so they can recover her body and return her to her family. A family that is so heartbroken over this news, but so desperately wants Emily to be put to rest properly. Law enforcement is still seeking answers and information to help bring Emily home. Hamilton police are asking anyone with any information about Emily or her whereabouts to contact the Hamilton Police Service Division to Staff Sergeant at 905-546-2963. You can also provide information anonymously through Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477 or submit an anonymous tip online at CrimestoppersHamilton.com. Dylan Rounds. Dylan Rounds disappeared from Lucen, Utah in May of 2023. Dylan, just 19 years old, was starting his own farming business in the remote area of Utah. He had called his grandmother around 6 a.m. on the morning of May 28th and then ended that conversation when he realized it was about to rain and he needed to move his grain truck so the seed didn't get wet. And this was actually the last anyone has heard from him. Soon after that, his family traveled from Idaho down to Utah to look for Dylan. His mother and father pounded the pavement to look for clues while authorities were seemingly disinterested. Many mistakes were made by law enforcement along the way, and frustrations in this case were high. Several persons of interest were also made known, and finally, in March of 2023, a man by the name of James Brenner was arrested and charged with Dylan's murder, but he has yet to disclose where Dylan is. The kicker of this one is that somehow during the commission of this crime, Dylan's cell phone turned on and caught video of Brenner doing something possibly to Dylan and cleaning a gun. We don't know the full extent of the video, but we know from family and from authorities that it is damning enough that law enforcement and Dylan's family now know what happened to 
Dylan. They just don't know where he is. And the fact that that cell phone happened to turn on on video mode at just the right time and be pointing in just the right direction might have been a miracle in itself. Brenner is awaiting trial in Utah, and so far he still hasn't spoken. Some press outlets have said that he wants to make a deal, he wants to talk, but Dylan's family is not interested in any deals with him. They are confident they can find Dylan on their own, and they won't have to sacrifice for a plea deal to find their son. They don't want to make a deal with the devil. While this is another case with an outcome we certainly didn't want, there is some hope that the family has some closure. Although finding their son will be the ultimate closure they need in bringing Dylan home. Of course, we will keep a watch on all of these cases as many of them have court trials coming up this year for some of them. And let's hope and pray that those who are victims in these stories can finally have the justice they deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this update episode. If you have any case suggestions for us or feedback, you can always hit us up on social media. All of those links can be found in the show notes, or you can send me an email anytime to canwefindthem at gmail.com. Again, a big welcome and thank you to our newest Patreon member, Camille. If you are interested in supporting us over on Patreon, you can find the link in our show notes. Your support means the world to us. We will be back again very soon with another unsolved missing persons case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.